0: jesus in the name of jesus shall we pray father i want to thank you in jesus name speak unto each and every one of us o lord minister to us o god thank you for your hand that is strong upon us thank you that the heavens are open unto us thank you for bringing your word unto us in jesus name have we prayed and all the saints shall say amen somebody give the lord a mighty clap or give the lord a shout Hallelujah. I want to take your seat in heavenly places. Amen. Tell someone, tell a person, I'm excited to see you. Tell a person, I'm happy to see you. Tell someone, you're looking glorious and you are looking wonderful. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty, mighty clap, offering. Oh in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. When to enter into the word of the Lord, it's a month of praise. It's a month of praise. We have been learning about the mystery of praise. Turn to someone tell the person, the mystery of praise. Wow. How many of you are excited for this month? How many of you are confident of this month? How many of you are expectant of this month? Is anyone ready to receive a miracle from the Lord? If you are ready to receive a miracle from the Lord, shout, I'm ready. Those of you watching online, you can type in the chat session that I am ready. And the proof that you are you are ready is in your rejoicing and it's in your praising the Lord. Amen. That's a proof that you are ready. The Bible tells us, you know, when a woman, a woman is in is in is in labor or a woman is pregnant, you realize that when the woman's time is due, she knows it. Amen. She knows that her time is due. And the truth of the matter is that you praising God is an evidence or is an expression that you are due for a miracle yes, Tell someone tell a person i'm due for a miracle for tell another person you are due for a miracle for give the lord a mighty clap offering am amen so we'll be learning about the mystery of praise i want us to look at our focus our scriptural focus from the month it's uh, matthew 21 verse 16 matthew chapter 21 verse 16 the bible said that and said unto him Hearest thou what they, they say? And Jesus said unto them, Yea, have ye never read out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast what? Perfected praise. The Bible said that, have you never read that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, God has what? He has perfected praise. Amen. So, you know, the truth of the matter is that I said the other time that, you know, praising the Lord is, is one of the signs that you are being like a child. When Jesus says that we should be, the Bible tells us that we should be like children, what he's trying to say is that the thing about children is that children easily believe. Children easily believe. And children are always full of excitement and always joyful. One of the characteristics of children is that they are are playful, isn't it? They are playful, they are trusting, and they are full of joy and full of excitement. Amen. And so the bible is teaching you and i that if we are to possess the things of the kingdom we have to be like children we have to be like children and he said that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings he has perfected praise so if you can praise the lord if you can decide to praise the lord irrespective of what you are going through you begin to experience the miracles of the lord amen and look at what the bible says in psalm 8 verse 2. psalm 8 verse 2 says that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast what perfected praise or thou hast ordained strength because of thine enemies that thou mightest steal the enemy and the avenger praise is not when we are praising and dancing to the Lord to the glory of God it is not religious entertainment amen praise is not religious entertainment praise is also a weapon of warfare Praise, when we are praising the Lord, its praise is a weapon of warfare. Hallelujah. (laughs) Give the Lord a mighty clap, poor friend. The Bible tells us the book of Psalm 18, verse 3. Psalm 18, verse 3. says that, I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised. Psalm 18, verse 3. I'll call, Psalm 18, verse 3. I will call upon the Lord, who is worthy to be praised, so shall I be saved from my enemies. So when you praise the Lord, the Bible says that the Lord is worthy to be praised. So when you praise the Lord, you experience deliverance from your enemies. When you praise the Lord, you experience salvation from your enemies. Hallelujah. Wow. Psalm 100 verse 1 to 5. Psalm 100 verse 1 to 5 says that, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all ye lands. That means that the bible is telling us that well, we have to learn to make a joyful noise to the lord or make yeah. a joyful shout to the lord yeah. amen yeah. it's a good thing to shout how many of you know that it's a good thing to shout have you realized that when you shout and all of a sudden it's like your burdens are relieved you are relieved of your burdens yeah. have you ever seen a sad person shouting before no. some people do not shout if you if you want to see joyful people go to the stadium. If you want to see joyful people, uh, just just look at people that are watching a football match. Let's say let's say people are watching uh, a you playing. You will see people who are joyful. When people are watching Manu playing, if if somebody is a you fan and he's watching Manu playing. Do you, know, do you know how you can know whether Mayu is winning or losing? Whether the person is shouting. If the person is quiet, the person is sitting down, the person has become dull, you know that the person's team is losing. But the moment you see the person shouting and rejoicing and jubilating, it means that the person's team is winning. I want to ask you a question. Are you losing or you are winning? winning. <laughs> the proof that you are winning it's in you making a, jo- a joyful shout, that is the proof that you are winning. Is in you making a joyful shout, amen. I pray that God will bring you to the place where you are always winning in Jesus' name. Amen. And can I tell you something also? That sometimes, even do you know that even when somebody is losing, but the person decides to make a joyful shout? Do you know what happens? Even when someone is losing, but the person makes a joyful shout everybody around the person thinks that the person is winning even his enemy would think that he's winning and so the enemy will be, begin to be afraid yeah. it's true. It's very true. hallelujah the bible tells us that you know there was a time that the, the the ark of the covenant was brought into the camp of the children of israel when the ark of the covenant was brought into the camp of the children of israel all of a sudden the children of israel began to shout yeah. because the ark had come it had been brought into their midst and their enemies, their enemies said that ah something has happened why are they shouted and then they, they, they concluded that no the ark has been brought into their midst that is why they are shouting hallelujah I want to encourage somebody that live a life live a joyful life live a cheerful life no matter what happens even if bad things are happening to you even if you are going through difficult times and difficult situations you giving making a joyful noise to the Lord you giving the Lord a joyful shouting it actually intimidates your enemy it intimidates your enemy and it causes to, the tide to turn in your favor. It causes the battle to turn in your favor. Somebody, I prophesied to you and I see the battle turning in your favor in Jesus' name. I see the Lord arising in your midst in Jesus' name. I see the Lord defending you in Jesus' name. I see the Lord helping you in Jesus' name. I see, you, name. I see you taking authority in the name of Jesus. Somebody give the Lord a mighty shout. Hallelujah and i want to encourage you don't just be shouting when you are in church or when i ask you to shout at home learn to shout at midnight learn to shout learn to shout and disturb your neighbors amen learn to learn to praise the lord learn to praise the lord he says make a joyful noise unto the lord all ye lands he says that serve the lord with gladness Amen. Listen, I'm teaching you the keys—the keys to living a victorious life. He said, that was serve the Lord with gladness." Do you know there are some people? There are some people that serve in—they serve in moodiness. There are some people when they are serving, they they, they, they are are full of sadness. There are some people when they are serving, you don't see joy in their faces. But the Bible is telling us, giving us an instruction that we should serve the Lord what with gladness. What is it that you do in the house of the Lord? What is it? What kind of service do you render to the Lord? Are you in the prayer ministry? Are you in the outreach ministry? Are you in the singing ministry? Are you in the technical ministry? Are you in the transport ministry? Amen. Amen. Are you in the media ministry? Whatever ministry you're in, I in the at the Sunday school ministry. Whatever ministry you're in, as you're serving the Lord, the Bible says that serve the Lord with gladness. And so that means that when you are serving the Lord, we should be able to see it on your face. Amen. Amen. We should be able to see it on your face that you are joyful. Yeah. We should be able to see it on your face that you are excited. Yeah. Have you ever gone to a workplace and you see that somebody at work and you can see that the person is not cheerful? Yeah. Have you ever met a, a gardener, a security man, a receptionist, and you can see that they are not cheerful, they are moody? Yeah. Yeah. You, you see it but you can you know sometimes you can even go to the market you are going to buy something from somebody and you see that the person is moody (laughs) but you can also see when the person is cheerful and let me ask you have you realized that every time you go to a place maybe it's a bank or it's a market or something you're going to buy from someone and you notice somebody who is cheerful you like to go to that person if it's a seller if it's a, a watcher seller you like to go to the water seller who is cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a KK seller, you like to go to the KK seller that is smiling. Yeah. That is smiling. That is cheerful. That is joyful. Yeah. Very, very true. <laughs> Do you know that is the same way miracles are attracted towards joyful people? The way by which you can cause your miracle, you know, sometimes that uh, the angel of God is coming, is bringing some uh, blessings to some people. As soon as the angel of God meets them and they, they have a frown on their face, yeah. then when the angel of God is bringing their blessing and meets them, and they have a frown, the angel says he that, oh, yeah. Hey, they are on pair or they of called, or they are called baby full oh, frog. Hallelujah! The Serve the Lord with gladness. Do you know that when a lady is cooking food and she is sad or angry, that day the food will not be nice. How many of you know that? Meanwhile, meanwhile she used the same recipe, she used the same food ingredients, she used the same method, the way she does the food and all, she, used, she did it the same way. But because she was angry or she was sad, the food will not be nice. I tell you something also if a lady is also preparing food and she is joyful even when the food burns that day their food will still be nice <laughs> even when the food burns the food will still be nice do you, do you agree with what I'm saying there's a mystery about joy there's a mystery about joy listen even at the workplace even at the workplace eh, somebody who is always joyful even when the person makes a mistake in the person's work the person does a project or a presentation and the person has made a mistake you realize that the boss would even overlook it but the person who is always moody and angry even when the person has done a good report I said the boss t- he knows that the person has done well, but he doesn't know whether to receive the report or not. He so it's like that. And the boss will actually even look for mistakes. But when the person is joyful and the person presents it, even though when the person has made mistakes, oh, you're less past, you less passed. It doesn't matter. I want to ask you a question Are you joyful? Are you joyful? Are you joyful in life? learn to be joyful in life and i believe that you know in this month of praise in this month of the mystery of praise god is pouring out upon us the spirit of joy in jesus name receive the spirit of joy in jesus name receive the spirit of joy in jesus name he says accept the lord with gladness come before his presence with singing wow i always say this that singing is not is not only for women a lot of men don't like to sing. A lot of people think that singing is just for women. But you must learn to sing whether you are a man or a woman, whether you are a boy or a girl, whether you've written your exams or not, whether you've passed the exams or not, whether you are married or not, whether you're in a relationship or not. You must learn to sing. You must learn to offer joyful songs to the Lord. Because he says that word Come before his presence with singing. As you are coming into his presence, the Bible is saying that come into his presence with singing. Hallelujah. Somebody say, I'm coming into the presence of the Lord. With singing. Amen. He says, Come before his presence with singing. He says, Know ye that the Lord He is God. You must know that the Lord is God. You must be fully persuaded that your Lord is is god amen Amen. you must know that the lord he is god i want you to know this in your life i want you to hold on to this in your life that in any situation under every circumstance be persuaded that the lord is god he is god i want you to say after me say "Lord, lord you are god lord you are god hallelujah so always know that the lord is god and if you if you know that the lord is god you just realize that no matter what is taking place in your life god has it is under god's control i like something that great man of god george muller said he says something he said i do not know what tomorrow holds but i know who holds tomorrow i do not know what tomorrow holds but one thing i know i know who holds tomorrow yes. amen and so because he knows who holds tomorrow he's full of contentment he's, he's at rest he's at peace you know he's not agitated yeah. amen. amen when you know that the lord is god you'll not be agitated about life when you know that the lord is god you'll not be troubled Thanks. amen you know, when when in secondary school, if somebody, if somebody is a former boy and he has, a, he has a big brother who is in form 3, you realize that if seniors are coming to worry all the former boys, he's not worried. Yeah. He's, he's at rest. Yeah. Because he knows that he has a big brother. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's the same thing. If you know that the Lord is God, if you know that your Lord, he is God, you will not be perturbed about the things of life. You not be troubled about what is happening. You not be troubled about the chaos in this life. He says that know ye. So it's an instruction. Come to that place of realization that the Lord, your Lord, he is God. Your Lord, he is God. And he holds tomorrow. Your life is in his hands. I remember that song. No matter what may come my way, my life is in your hands. No matter what may come my way, my life is in your hands. Wow, we used to sing that song, isn't it? It was a wonderful song. With Jesus I can make it, with Him I know I can stand. No matter what may come my way my life is in your hands somebody give the lord a shout do you believe the words of that song wow do you believe the words of that song that no matter what may come your way no matter what may come your way your life is in his hands hallelujah wow he says that come before his presence with singing know ye that the lord he is god he says that it is he that made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture amen the bible is saying that it is it is it is he who has made us and not we ourselves we are his people and the sheep of his pasture what is this scripture teaching you and i this scripture is teaching you and i that because we didn't make ourselves it's the lord that made us it means that god has responsibility over us god is responsible for your life god god is committed to you god is committed to ensuring that things everything concerning your life works out and that is why the bible said that it is he that made us and not we ourselves so i didn't make myself and you didn't make yourself because you didn't make yourself you are god is a god is the one who made you god is responsible for your life it's just like a parent is a parent that makes the child. Is <laughs> a parent that uh, the parents are the ones that made the child. Isn't it? In a sense, the parents are the ones that came together and brought forth the child. So because they brought forth the child. They are responsible for the child when they pay when the a, a child comes at, at the hospital. Does the child the baby pay the hospital fees or the hospital bills? The baby doesn't pay the hospital bills. Is that the, the mother is the one supposed to give the baby breast milk? The mother is the one supposed to buy um diapers for the baby? The mother is the one supposed to take care of the baby when the baby is crying in the night? The mother is the one supposed to wake up and carry the baby. amen Amen. the parent is the one supposed to pay the child school fees (laughs) that is why he said that we didn't make ourselves he's the one that made us so because he's the one that made us it is God's responsibility may you receive revelation in Jesus name may you come to that place of understanding that it is God's responsibility to take care of you and you know and that's why the Bible tells us that if jesus christ says something if a child asks the father for bread will the father give the child a stone no the bible answered and said emphatically no and he said that if a child asks the father for fish would the father give the child a serpent and the bible said emphatically no and then the bible said that jesus jesus said that if men who are evil if men who are evil because of the fall they know how to give good gifts unto their children how much more more. a heavenly father how much more a heavenly father how much more a heavenly father who is not and do you know the thing about that scripture men are not evil men are evil but they know how to give good gifts to their children and men are evil however Even though they know how to give give good gifts to their children, even though look at what he says, men why they know how to give give good gifts. Even though they know how to give good gifts to their children, do you know that sometimes they are not able to give good gifts to their children because they don't have the means. They don't. So they would if they had the means they would have done it but they don't have the means there are are times that some parents don't have the means so they are not able to do certain things for their children even though if they had the means they would have done it there are some parents that during during vacation they wanted to send their children to the u.s for vacation (laughs) <laughs> rather they send their children to the village <laughs> and the children go to the farm <laughs> and wear weed <laughs> <laughs> hallelujah yes if the, if a parent could if a parent don't you think that if a parent had the means If if the if the child was getting married, the parents would have bought a car for the child. Don't you think so? Don't you think that if a parent had the means, you would have the parents would have bought a house for the child. So those parents that have the means, they do it. So the Bible is letting us know that there are times that even men who are evil, they know how to give good gifts. But it's not sometimes it's not in their power to do certain things but god who is beyond god who is full of goodness number one he's full of goodness and number two he has the ability also he's full of goodness and he has the ability also if you're able to recognize that if you're able to make the lord your shepherd you'll never lack the bible and that's why i said that we are his people and the sheep of his pasture that means that he is our shepherd he is a shepherd. And the Bible tells us in the book of Psalm 23, it says that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. Amen. Amen. When God is your shepherd, and when you are able to receive God as your shepherd, when you are able to see God as your shepherd, you will not be in lack. You will not be in want. You will not be in need. Hallelujah. He says that, Come before his presence and sing it. Know ye that the Lord he is good. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Amen. Amen. The next verse is that. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Hallelujah. The Bible is saying that well, we should be thankful to the Lord and we should always bless the name of God our god amen give me the message translation let me show you something from the message the message puts it in a powerful way the message says that enter with the password thank you enter with the password thank you and it doesn't just say enter with the password thank you it says that make yourselves at home talking praise so these are two secrets that the way to enter the presence of god or the password to enter in the presence of god is thank you It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Do you know if you are going to enter into the presence of a king, a president, a leader, it requires a lot of protocol. If you are going into the presence of a chief, there's a lot of protocol that you have to observe. If you are going to see, you can't just even see the president or see a president. But the king of kings and the lord of lords, there's a simple way for seeing him. There's a simple way for entering his presence. And that simple way is to just say thank you. Thank you I want to ask you a question. Today, have you said thank you to the Lord? Thank you, Lord? When you woke up this morning, do you say thank you, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Wow. It makes us know that we can always be in the presence of the Lord. Just by saying thank you. As long as you say, Father, thank you. In the morning, you say thank you. In the afternoon, you say thank you in the evening you say thank you every time you are saying thank you the more as you continuously say thank you you are continuously in the presence of the lord so can i tell somebody something that is why faith is very necessary and that is why faith is important because many times people think that if you are in the presence of god it means that there's a certain feeling that you should have Some people think that if you are in the presence of God, it means that you are feeling. It's when you have have goosebumps all over your body. Then it means that you are in the presence of the Lord. Some people think that you have to praise and pray and praise and pray and pray and pray and pray. You know, to to then you know that you are in the presence of the Lord. But I came to tell that that is not the way to enter in the presence of the Lord. All you need to be that to to do to be in the presence of the Lord is to have faith in this scripture. And if you have faith in this scripture, once you act upon it you be in the presence of god so right now when i say thank you i'm in the presence of god when you say when you are sitting there and you say thank you lord you are you are ushered into his presence it's like thank you as soon as you say thank you it's like all of a sudden a portal opens hallelujah and that is a way to experience the presence of the lord even in times of difficulties that when things are not going when it's like you know, you know, I, I think Friday some people give testimonies, they thank the Lord that they've not prepared for their exams. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> but it is the way to experience the presence of God. I said if you're the exam where you may panic You see, that's a mistake a lot of people do when they're in the exam where they have not left. And, and, and you see, can can I preach it? Yeah one of the one of the secrets to examinations passing examinations after the exam, don't go and be discussing it with other people and then after the exam you go and meet your friend and say that ah so this uh, what did you write and the person says i, I wrote i chose I, cho- I wrote seven and then then, then you say that you wrote five the person goes that oh no 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 the answer is not five the answer is seven then as soon as you realize that you have made a mistake no then you become sad yeah. then you become sad it kills the anointing yes. it kills the anointing no, don't do that. Can, can I please to somebody? Don't, don't, don't do that. And then the other some people do is also is that when they're in the exam room and they open question one, they go like. And then all of a sudden they become agitated. I said, challenge, they become afraid, they begin to sweat. It's a it, it, it drains anointing. And such an attitude, it will cause a person to rather fail. Yeah. It will cause a person to rather fail. If you realize that you have not learned, then you just go like you open that thing. You've not learned, Father. I thank you that I've not learned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I preach it? it? See the thing that I'm saying that you you think that I'm joking, but I'm not joking. It's a secret if you have not learned, you open it you see you have not learned. maybe they are (laughs) pursuers you just go like father I thank you and as soon as you say father I thank you all of a sudden you'll be at peace all of a sudden you'll be at peace peace and listen peace is so very important the Bible said that he'll keep him in, in perfect peace whose hope is stayed on him there's something about peace And there's something about being at rest. That you only hear the voice of God when you're at rest. You only hear the voice of God when you're at rest. And and listen, if you are agitated, if somebody is agitated, if there are a lot of thoughts in somebody's mind, then the person cannot hear the voice of God. The person cannot hear the voice of God. The way by which you hear the voice of God is by being at rest. And that is why it's important to learn how to relax. It's important even, can I tell you something? Please tell us. To, To hear the voice of God. And even, not just the voice of God, but to hear the voice of any deity, and I'm, I'm using a deity for a reason, to hear the voice of any deity, one has to be at rest. Why do you think people of Eastern religions, they chant? Do you know the effect that chanting has on them? And do you know the effect that classical, listening to classical music has on them? the effect of chanting and the effect of listening to classical music the effect on them is that it brings them to a place of rest and the moment it brings them to a place of rest the deities or the the deity that they are chanting to the deity that they are invoking can now take over they can now hear the deity is you see these are principles these are spiritual principles Susumu these spiritual principles they apply whether that's why I use the word deities because these spiritual principles they apply whether it's, it's an evil spirit or it's a spirit of God It's the same principle. So if you are going to and that is why even for us also as Christians, there, there's something that worship songs does to us. Worship songs makes you relax if you're if you're uh, if you're if you're listening to worship songs. You know if, if you've been around, you, that you hear me listening to. Come breathe upon me, breath of heaven. Breathe upon me Spirit of the Lord as I lift my hands in surrender to your name. So if you come you just anytime you just hear me listening to that song and other soft melodious worship song. Something happened and now I know He touched me and made me whole. Something happened and now I know. He touched me and made me whole. It has a way of calming you. And once you are calm, once your mind is at rest, once your heart is at rest, the Lord will be able to speak to you. You sense His presence. I realized like that when we were singing that song, you were sensing the presence of the Lord. You sense His presence because it brings you to a place of rest. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap of oh hands. So He says that what comes before His presence, or He says that come before his presence with singing and then enter into his gates and he says that the password for entering, can you give you that scripture? The password for entering his presence is thank you. Wow. So I'm challenging somebody that it's not when you fall under the anointing that it means that the presence of God is there. That's, no, that's not the evidence. That's not the primary evidence. the presence of god is with you the evidence that the presence of god is with you is when you have said thank you hallelujah and so when you're in difficulties say thank you when when you're going through trials, say thank you when you're about to encounter maybe somebody you know somebody has done something wrong and the person is going to the person is going to meet the headmaster or the person is going to meet the superior or the person is going to. Hallelujah. Or oh, it's like the person is somehow due for punishment. <laughs> if have ever been in such a situation before, it's like maybe you are due for punishment. You are due for um, some, you, you are due for. You are due to be penalized in such a situation, do you know what you have to do? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, it, it reminds me of a, a movie... It, it, my... it reminds me of a movie... A, a movie I watched. Amen. The, the, I, I like that movie. I watched it several times. The title of the movie is Three Idiots. How many of watched that movie? You know, that movie the gentleman i forgot his name you know you know he had a certain attitude <laughs> he he had a certain attitude and that attitude is that no matter what happens all is well he, he 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 makes a conscious decision to calm himself he makes a conscious decision to calm himself so he goes like all is well all is well he begins to tap himself. He, or tap his chest. All is well. And as he's saying, All is well, all is well, he comes to a place of rest. And once he comes to a place of rest, once he comes to a place of rest, an idea would come. Once he comes to a place of rest, he'll find a way out. You know, it's a while I like watch the movie, but I can just remember um, there's a, there was a scene that, you know, he liked the, he liked the lady, the, the daughter of his, uh, the, the the principal of the university he was in. And there was a situation that, the, 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 the principal was uh, the, the daughter of the principal was about to give birth. you know I remember remembering scene like that the daughter was about to give birth, there was no ambulance the, and there was a lot of water that was flooding the place and all that it was raining. Really, it was a difficult situation. But when he said all is well, all is well, all is well. he got ideas. even I remember I'm just you know the spirit of God is just bringing it. I'm just even remembering how he brought he brought out the baby. He, he devised something. He used some suction pump and he devised, he used some pump or vacuum cleaner and all, and he devised something to pull the baby out. How did he get that idea? All is well. He, he was at rest. He calmed himself. <laughs> and, and, and let me tell you something. You know, Friday I taught you about the importance of saying thank you in every situation. The truth of the matter is that when we say thank you, it's not like when you say thank you, for example, like you have not learned the exam. You have not learned the exam, so you say thank you. Lord, thank you that I have not learned the exam. It's not like that is the end of it too. But when you say, Lord, thank you that I have not learned the exams, I have not learned or prepared for the exams, what happens is that you bring yourself to a place of rest, the presence of God comes in, and then divine ideas come to you. Divine ideas come to you. The, The way out of that situation comes to you. The way out comes to you. Hallelujah. Amen. And so so that is the secret. That is the secret. That come before his presence with singing. Say thank you. The moment you say thank you, all of a sudden you realize that the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Lord is with you. And once you notice that the presence of the Lord is with you, all of a sudden divine ideas come. Divine ideas come. Divine favor comes. You know, the glory of God visits you. The favor of the Lord comes upon you. Hallelujah. Is anyone here ready to experience the favor of the Lord? Are you ready to experience the goodness of the Lord? Then learn to be full of praise. Learn to be full of thanksgiving. Learn to be full of joy. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. He says that enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. All right, so enter with a password, thank you. Make yourselves at home. Uh, The other point I wanted to say, talking praise. Make yourselves at home, talking praise. When you enter the presence of God, the next thing to do is to talk praise. When you enter the presence of God, the next thing to do is to talk praise. And the Bible says that when you talk praise, you make yourself at home. Do you know that it's important to make yourself at home in the presence of the Lord? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's important to make yourself at home in the presence of the Lord. Do you know why it's important to make yourself at home in the presence of the Lord? Have you ever visited somebody and when you visited a person, because you were not at home or you couldn't make yourself comfortable, you couldn't go and open the fridge. You, you couldn't go and you couldn't enter the kitchen. Even to go to the toilet, you couldn't go to the toilet. So you were pressed. You were pressed. You were pressed. You, were, you, were pressed. you, you desperately and gently wanted to use the loo. But because you were not comfortable, because you were not at home, Charlie, you tried to hold the thing. <laughs> hallelujah but if you were comfortable if you if you were at home in the person's presence in the person's home you realize that being at home in the person's house puts you brings it allows you to bring to a place of liberty you are free you can go to the washroom you can even go to the washroom and spend 15 minutes in the washroom you you can you can you can go and open the fridge, whatever is in the fridge you can take it. You can go to the kitchen and take whatever is in the kitchen. If you enter the kitchen and there are fried plantain in the kitchen, you don't mind. You just take some and eat. Because you are at home. The Bible is saying that word. Make yourselves at home in God's presence, talking praise. What it means is that there are so many blessings in the house of God. There, there are so many goodies in the house of God. The way by which you can access the goodness of the Lord is to be at home in his presence. And the way by which you can be at home in his presence is to talk praise. Is to talk praise. And you can you can see that example. This example I'm giving you. I, I, am I preaching? Yeah, this example I'm giving you. You can see it even at home. That there's a certain in the house there's a certain characteristic that last bones have yeah. as compared to first bones yeah. first bones are usually uh, responsibility minded yeah. first bones they always give first bones responsibility yeah. so because of that and uh, first bones usually seem to be serious. they are they are serious yeah. they are always disciplined they are serious yeah. Yeah. but last bones i a lot of freestyle yeah. when the first bone wakes up in the house He's thinking that he has to go and fetch water. He has to uh, do house chores. He has to do breakfast. He has to... So, a first one can do breakfast and not even eat some of the breakfast because he's so busy thinking about job. But the last one, he wakes up late. <laughs> when he wakes up late, no, mama Johnny was Yeah, He has not even brushed his teeth. he just comes out of the bedroom. He has he has woken up late also, maybe two hours after the first one has woken up. He has woken up late, hey, mommy. Come with me. Come with me. Come with me. Can I tell you something? Yeah. So you realize that sometimes the last borns are always getting the blessings in their house. Yeah. They are always getting the good things. And the firstborn is always he's not even thinking about the good things. He's not even thinking about enjoying. And that's why the Bible, the parable of um, the prodigal son, we see exactly the parable of the prodigal son. The firstborn was always working, always working. The lastborn, no, he came, ja, ma, Papa, pacho, the area me no famami, me japa And the father gave it to him after he had wasted everything. He came back. You know, the fact that he came back shows that he's a lastborn, because if it was a firstborn, the firstborn would think that no because the first one is responding the first one think that no if he goes the father will not accept him but the last one he just came say oh if i go my father will accept me i'm going i ah, look at what the first the last one said he said that ah why should i be here and then i'm eating the food of pigs hey. no 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 i have a father at home coffee. Yeah. Me Oh, then he went home. When he went home, also, you know, the, do you know what the Bible says? When he went home, when the father saw him from afar, the father ran towards him. Me ba, me ba, me oh, me And the father kissed him. And the father put a ring on him. And the father threw a party for him. All, that, all those years, the father had never thrown a party for the firstborn. But many times, it was because of the attitude of the firstborn make yourselves at home talking praise if you can always be talking praise if you can always be talking praise you make yourself at home in the presence of God so the reason why I give this illustration is because sometimes Christians Christians are not enjoying the blessings that God has in store for them not because it's not available but because they have not learned to talk praise they have not learned to talk praise when you learn to talk praise you make yourself at home in god's presence and once you're at home in god's presence wow all the good things are yours the good things are yours the good things are yours yours. somebody said the good things are mine mine. say all things are mine say Say, i'm blessed." blessed i learned to talk praise I learned to be joyful. I learned to celebrate the Lord. I learned to be full of gladness. Hallelujah. Somebody give the Lord a mighty clap offering. I see you taking what belongs to you in Jesus' name. I see you taking deliverance of what belongs to you in the name of Jesus. Receive the blessings of the Lord. Somebody receive good health. Somebody receive wealth somebody receive prosperity somebody receive miracles receive open doors in the name of jesus give the lord a mighty mighty shout hallelujah wow wow someone say wow make yourselves at home in god's presence make yourselves at home talking praise make yourselves at home talking praise amen Amen. now as you're always praising the lord lord i thank you lord i bless you lord i praise you lord i glorify you lord i magnify you lord i honor you lord i celebrate you oh i will worship you forever love Love you you forever forever because This God is too good, oh And I will worship you forever Love you forever Because this God is too good, oh This God is too good, oh This God is too good good, This God is too good. Wow! This God is too much. Wow! So that's what you have to do in His presence: just talk good, just just talk praise, just talk praise, just talk praise. As you as you are talking praise, you become you you know as you are, the more you talk praise, the more comfortable you are getting in His presence. The more comfortable you are getting in his presence as you are, as it, so it's like the more you talk praise as you are talking praise talking praise as you are talking praise then you are walking to spiritually you are walking towards the fridge in God's house as you are talking you know as you as first of all to to open the main door to enter God's God's house is thank you so as soon as you get there you say thank you then the door opens then you enter but when the door opens and you enter, somebody can enter and sit by. The, cho- the chair just next to the door and do like this. He'll sit down and do like this. He can't, he can't, he can't even turn left or right. The person is not comfortable. <laughs> the, not, and so, the person will sit down and put their hands between their legs. The person can't even move on. The person can't lie down like this. But when you enter, you say thank you and the door's open. Then you are now in his presence. Lord, you are good. You are good and your... And so you'll be singing. And as I sing, you yeah, are walking towards the fridge. You are good and your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. You are good and your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. Oh, you are good and your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. Oh, you are good and your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. Now you are getting close to that phrase. Now you are opening the phrase. You are good and your mercy is forever. Hallelujah. Somebody open the phrase. There's more in this. Take it. There's more darkness in that phrase. You are, you are good and your mercy is forever, forever. Hallelujah They are sticking in the fridge You are good and your mercy is forever Hallelujah Somebody give the Lord a shout. <laughs> Do you know that when somebody comes to your house And the person is moody and sad You want the person to leave I said somebody has come to visit you, and the person has a straight face, is looking moody and all. I said, "Ope on on your now, Uncle." But then when, when the person is joyful, when the person has a smile, when the, when it's, it's it's interesting to talk to the person, when you are talking to the person, it's nice conversation. You want the person to stay on. If you ask the person a question, the person doesn't answer. How are you? Fine. fine. You <laughs> call. hallelujah praise the lord, praise the lord. Hallelujah. says that can you give me the scripture be thank. enter enter with the password thank you make yourselves at home talking praise thank him and worship him so the way by which you make yourselves at home in the presence of god is by talking praise by thanking him and by worshiping him verse 5 all right so that's i think some hundred is verse verse 5 says that for the lord is good hallelujah, hallelujah. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. The Bible says that the Lord is good. So that means that if the Lord is good, it means that He shows His goodness towards you. You know how you describe somebody who is good. You describe someone who is good as you know, one of the ways you used to describe someone is someone who is good is when the person gives you gifts. When the person is generous. When the person is kind, if you have a boss that, oh, the boss always likes to buy lunch for you, you go like, oh, Charlie, my boss is uh, a good guy. Oh, Charlie, yeah, my, yeah. my boss, in my day, yeah. in my, why are you say in my day? Because he buy lunch for you. Yeah. When you're all working and lunch time, and you know, there are some boys where you're working and it's lunch time, so, oh, Charlie, let me buy, let me let, let's um, call the PA, order papaya for everybody who is working. Hello, yeah. so, Charlie, the boss is good. Remind me. So the, when the Bible says that for the Lord is good, it means that, you know, you, He's always giving good gifts to us. He's always giving good gifts to us. And He says that His mercy is what everlasting. What is mercy? What is mercy? Mercy is not getting what you deserve. Mercy. Justice. Is getting what you deserve, and mercy is not getting what you deserve, and grace is getting what you don't deserve. I'll explain justice, mercy, grace. I said justice is getting what you deserve, mercy is not getting what you deserve, grace is getting what you don't deserve so justice is getting what you deserve in other words when you write an exam and what you deserve is 50 percent justice will give you 50 percent so. Yes. justice will give you 50 percent that is just that's what you deserve now mercy is not getting what you deserve in other words if somebody writes an exam and what the person is supposed to get or after they have marked it, the person got 30 percent mercy The person is supposed to be giving 30%. But the lecturer or the examiner has mercy. And says that, oh, I will not give him what he deserves. He deserves 30%. But my mercy will speak for him. And I will give him 51%. I will just let him pass. That is mercy. So that mercy is when somebody has done wrong. But the person is considered. And then grace... I Said is getting what you don't deserve. In other words, if the person Grace, if the person got 50%, Grace will say that let me give the person 90%. Let me give the person 90%. So the person got what he or she did not deserve. The person deserved 51%, but Grace located the person. <laughs> May grace locate you in Jesus' name. Amen. So the Bible said that His mercy will endureth forever. His mercy is everlasting. And His truth endures to all generations. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. Please learn to praise the Lord. Learn to praise the Lord. Learn to, no matter what comes, learn to praise the Lord. Learn to always give the Lord praise. Learn to be full of joy. Like I said, in any situation and in every circumstance, thank the Lord. In the good times and the bad times, thank the Lord. You know, there's a there's a hymn that is coming to my spirit right now. Through all the changes of life, in trouble and in joy, the praises of my God shall still my heart and, talk and So you know, If I stood I was an a choir, I hope you believe me. <laughs> Through all the changing scenes of life, in trouble and in joy, the praises of my God my heart and my tongue shall still employ. In other words, my heart and my tongue shall still, shall still sing the praises of my God. Amen. Through all the changing things of life. In trouble. So in trouble you sing the praises of God. Yes. In joy you sing the praises of God. Yes. In weakness you sing the praises of God. Yes. In, in strength you sing the praises of God. Yes. You know there are some people that When it's sunny, they complain. When it's raining also, they complain. But when it's sunny, praise the Lord. When it's raining, praise the Lord. When it's snowing, praise the Lord. (laughs) When the, the wind is icy cold, praise the Lord. In every situation and circumstance praise the Lord. Learn to thank God. I want to challenge somebody in this month, in this month. Am I challenging you? Yes. Am I helping you? Yes. Is the word of the Lord giving you a key? Yes. Hallelujah. The Lord. You know this to be announced during the announcement time but I still want to tell you this, this coming week Monday to Friday we are doing midnight praises. Ah. Yeah. Myself and the choir will be in the studio. We are, we are going to we are going to stream it live we're going to do midnight praises eleven thirty p.m to 12 30 a.m praising god and we want to encourage all of you to connect midnight we'll be praising the lord because like i i told you last week the bible says that at midnight paul and silas after they had prayed and things were not working at midnight they began to praise and at midnight, as they began to praise, suddenly <laughs> is anybody ready to experience some sudden miracle? As we observe these midnight praises, this weekend don't, this week don't sleep. Midnight don't sleep. <laughs> what does a Danwahe day? Then break to Danu Danwa a, 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 a de- It's midnight, wait, 12, 11 30 to 12 30, this whole week. Sorry. All right. Sorry, Sorry. not connected. And let us praise the Lord. We're going to sing. It's a prophetic direction. We're going to sing. We're going to dance. We're going to praise the Lord. We're going to celebrate the Lord. We're going to give him all glory. And God is going to show up in your life. I see God showing up in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. I see the struggle is over in Jesus' name. Amen. I prophesy to somebody the struggle is over. Amen. I declare that the struggle is over. Amen. The struggle is over. Amen. Somebody, I declare to you that the struggle is over. Amen. The struggle is over. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Whatever has been difficult, it has been made easy in Jesus' name. Amen i prophesy to somebody that light is coming in the tunnel of darkness the light of god is illuminating that tunnel of darkness the light of god is shining for us in the name of jesus oh light is arising in the darkness any darkness that is around you light is arising in jesus name light is shining in jesus name i prophesy to somebody any trap you find yourself any limitation that you find yourself help is coming Amen. help is coming Amen. help is coming Amen. receive help in Jesus name receive help is in Jesus name. receive help in the name of Jesus receive the help of God in the mighty name of Jesus I prophesy to somebody as you praise the Lord you are discovering the way out for the Lord said with every trial he provides a way of escape So I want you to know that with that trial that you are in, there's a way of escape. Maybe you have not discovered the way of escape. You've not found that way of escape. That's why things are still difficult. But as you praise God, as you thank God, as you celebrate the Lord, as you delight yourself in the Lord, as you gladden yourself in the Lord, in that trial, in that storm, in that situation, uh, you are discovering the way out. You are discovering the way out. You are discovering the way out. You are finding a way out. You are receiving answers. You are receiving answers uh, to the questions of life in the name of Jesus. uh, Somebody, are receiving answers uh, to the bugging questions of life in the mighty name of Jesus, you're coming out. You're coming out. I prophesy to somebody, you're coming out. Somebody say I'm coming out. say, I'm coming out. Say, I'm coming out. Say, there's a way out. There's a way out. I'm finding the way out. I'm discovering the way out. I'm coming out. Out of that limitation. I'm coming out of that frustration. I'm coming out. Of that setback I'm coming out of that hindrance I'm coming out of that crisis in the name of Jesus give the Lord a shout you want to take your seat amen hallelujah I'm so excited even me I've been blessed by the message you know, this is not what I wanted to preach. If you check the flyer on the flyer, it's written, Sources of Divine Joy. That's what I wanted to preach. But the Lord has allowed me to share this. Amen. And I've been blessed by it. Hallelujah. Let's turn about the book of Isaiah. Isaiah 61, verse 1 to 3. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 3. He says that the spirit. Of, I'll read from verse one to three, and after that, I'll explain it. I'll teach it. The Bible says that the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. This is a prophecy, and it was related to Jesus, and it also applies to us. He says, "The spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the broken-hearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound." The next verse: "To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn." Wow, verse three says that to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they may be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that He may be glorified. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, the Bible is saying from Isaiah sixty-one, it says that Jesus. It was a prophecy for Jesus, but it relates to all of us, and it teaches us about the anointing. It teaches us about the anointing. Someone said, The anointing. He says that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. Anytime the Spirit of the Lord God comes upon somebody, it's an anointing that has come upon the person. Amen. It's an anointing that has come upon the person. So he says that the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. And let us see what that anointing does. There are many things that the anointing does. And this scripture shows us the things that the anointing does with us, in us, through us, and by us. Amen. It says, Because the Lord has anointed me to, uh, to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. The next verse. To declare the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. And look at what the anointing also does. It says that, To comfort all who mourn. To comfort all who mourn that means that there are people who are mourning and look at what he says in verse. he says that to console those who mourn in zion zion is the church zion represents the church so the bible is letting us know from this scripture that there are times that there are people in the church that are mourning but it ought not to be so it ought not to be so we shouldn't have people in the church that are mourning but it so happens that sometimes there are people in church that are mourning there are people in the presence of God that sometimes they are mourning but it ought not to be so and that is the purpose for the anointing that is the purpose for the anointing so he says that to console those who mourn in Zion so the anointing brings consolation there's an anointing that comforts there's an anointing that takes away mourning he says to console those who mourn in Zion. He says to give unto them what beauty for ashes. To give unto them beauty for ashes. What are ashes? In the Old Testament, when somebody was mourning, they, they refer to the the person is in, is in sackcloth and ashes. So it's always a sign of mourning. So when the Bible says to give them beauty for ashes, because wearing sackcloth and ashes is they, those are not nice garments. Those are not nice garments, and that is why sometimes, you know, uh, you know, in our in our tradition, on in, in our tradition, in our culture, when people are mourning, they wear black. When people are mourning, they wear black. It's sackcloth and ashes. You know that a lot of our practices are similar to that of the Jews. It's, so, in our when people are mourning, they wear they wear sackcloth and ashes. It is they wear black. It is sackcloth and ashes. And when people are rejoicing they wear what white so if, if there are people who are mourning the anointing comes to give them beauty when people are mourning they don't look beautiful when people are mourning they don't look beautiful you know you know sometimes when people are going for funeral they don't do makeup yeah. you, you, you see that if somebody is going for a funeral and the person does makeup say ah I, so that why why somebody is going for a funeral, and the person is looking beautiful. <laughs> People may think that the the person the person the one who killed the person is dead, isn't it? So in our in our local in our culture, if somebody is going for a funeral, the person doesn't look beautiful. The person doesn't make himself or herself beautiful. Amen. Amen. <laughs> but. For some people also, so that's that's what. But for some people in their lives, they are not looking beautiful. You, you know sometimes there are some, some ladies and when the experience break up, eh, that Sunday when they kind to they don't dress well. I, I've seen I've seen it before. I've seen it before. Some, they don't dress, some, they forget. And sometimes, not like, it's not that way, but the things that's going through their mind. So they forget where wear their earring. they forget. To do, so it's like they come, they, they, are, they are in sackcloth and ashes. Because of a broken heart. So I say, help me Jesus. But God is saying in his word, that there's an anointing. No matter what somebody has experienced, for which cause the person has put on ashes, the Bible says that there's an anointing that gives beauty for ashes. There's an anointing that can take away the mourning clothes and clothe you with garments of praise, and clothe you with garments of beauty. He says to give to give them beautiful ashes. And look how it he says he says that the oil of joy for mourning, the oil of joy for mourning. It's joy is 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 an anointing. And we all know what oil is. Oil, oil, makes one look beautiful, isn't it? You know, you can say oil. You can use it in our term. Oil is like body cream. When you use body cream, oil is body cream. Oil, even a lot of the makeup, the composition is oils. Look at we talk about the oil, essential oils. So it's it's it's, it's, it's 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 joy. Joy is like essential oils. Joy is like body cream, cocoa butter. That one you use, you begin, you begin to look nice. <laughs> the oil of joy for mourning. And he says that the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Can I tell you something? When you look through the Bible, one of the greatest generals in the Bible, one of the greatest military persons in the Bible, who can tell me one of the greatest military persons in the Bible? or someone in the bible who fought and won a lot of battles David. wow give yourselves a round of applause yeah. I like what you said David and you can realize that David was someone who was always praising the, the secret behind David's conquest the secret behind David's conquest was not in his prayers but in his praises the secret behind the conquest of David was not just in his prayers but more so in his praises hallelujah and that is what we know about David that sweet psalmist of Israel when he takes the heart the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want makes me lie down in green pastures he leads me beside the still waters restore at my soul I'm in love I'm in love I'm in love yeah with my Jesus I'm in love I'm falling in love with my Lord I'm in love In love with my Lord. That was the secret of David, always singing songs, always praising the Lord. Even though he was at the backside of the desert, he had been forgotten by his father. The prophet came and asked the, the, his father for why your sons? He forgot about his son David, at the backside of the desert. He sent him at the back. He sent him at the backside of the desert too. He forgot about him. And God told the prophet that no, there's still somebody that has been forgotten. The one that has been forgotten is the one that I'm going to make king. Right. But do you know that do you know why? Even though David was forgotten, he was remembered by God. Yeah. It's not because it you see, it don't take things don't happen by chance. All right. David was not remembered by God by chance. Right. David didn't cause the God didn't cause the prophet to tell Jesse that there's the are these all your sons, there's still somebody left it wasn't by chance that david was remembered by or the prophet got to know that jesse has another son what was, what was it that caused god to let the prophet know that there's another son of jesse because when there's when the prophet samuel went to bethlehem and entered the house of jesse and jesse brought all his sons and at the same time david was at the backside of the desert what was david doing at the backside of the desert the lord is my shepherd i shall not walk He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Restoreth my So as the prophet was there, David was, you know, at the backside of the desert, where Bethlehem was, there was a mountain. David was behind the mountain. But his praises were going, ascending to God as a sacrifice. So as God was in his temple... He was smelling the sacrifice of praise as he was smelling the sacrifice of praise although even you know even the prophet made a mistake the, Jesse forgot about his, his, his son the prophet who made a mistake but the praises of David ascended to the heavens as a sweet smelling savor and, and God was smelling that sweet smelling savor and God said no I hear the praises I hear praises Jesse, he has another son, because when the praises ascended to God, God came down to the backside of the desert, and God saw David at the backside of the desert, and God knew that Ah, this young boy is the son of Jesse. His father has forgotten about him, but God said, "I have not only remembered him; I am making him king." <laughs> the one who was forgotten at the backside of the desert was brought from the backside of the desert to be made king by the instrumentality of praise he was not mourning do you know, can I tell you something if David at the backside of the desert forgotten, rejected, dejected he was he was mourning and complaining at the backside of the desert because he had been forgotten, rejected, dejected do you know what, would have, what he would have been doing he would be at the backside of the desert and he would be digging his own grave he would be digging a valley you have be digging a valley and the more he digs as he complains he's digging the valley as he complains he's digging the valley and he's going deeper he's going deeper he's going deeper so he digs the digs he enters the valley and all the stones fall back on him gah <laughs> it? because of his complaining and memory hallelujah because of his complaining and memory but instead of complaining and memory, as he was praising God, he was moved. I see somebody moving from the backside of the desert. I prophesy to somebody: You are coming from the back to the front. You are being moved from the back to the front. You are rejected, but I declare you are accepted. You are rejected, but I declare that you are accepted. You are moving from the backside of the desert into the palace you have been made king you have been anointed as king you have been coronated king. there's an anointing that is coming upon you if you can praise the Lord if you can lift up your hands celebrate the Lord celebrate the Lord give him praise give him glory thank him magnify him exalt his holy name exalt his holy name in the name of Jesus wave your hands to the Lord somebody wave your hands to the Lord and celebrate the Lord Celebrate the goodness of our God. Lift his name. Worship him. Praise him. Celebrate him. Give him all the glory. Give him all the honor. Give him all the adoration. In the name of Jesus, we worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. We worship you, Lord. Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to enter into a short time of praise. But before we do that, I want you to do something right now. I want you to thank God i don't know maybe you are at the backside of the desert maybe you have been rejected by your father or your mother maybe you have been rejected by your supervisor maybe your boss has given you a a, a termination letter hey. Hey. maybe your, somebody's beloved says that they should call the relationship off I don't know. But one thing I know. There's a secret called praises. The mystery of praises. You can praise God. It's like, you know, can, you, can, can I prophesy? I had a vision right now. Can I tell you the vision? I had a vision right now and I saw somebody that had been rejected. And a person who rejected him him or her was walking away it's like they, they, we don't want to have anything to do with you you are fired and the person who fired him was going away as the person was going away the person who had been fired was singing praises as the person was going away no and he the person said ah what did i do the person turns please i'm sorry i'm, I'm sorry that we, we, we want you to work for us again we we want you to work for us we'll increase your salary we'll double your salary of of the relationship. I don't know what happened to me. Something came up on me. But I I, I love you. You are my sweetie pie. I, 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 I want to spend my life with you. I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I <laughs> yeah, See, it's a, it's a, oh my god. It was a vision. It was a vision I had. It was a vision I had. Do you believe in visions? The prophecy you believe is a prophecy that will work for you. The turning point was a praise. What caused, what will cause people to favor you? There's a certain kind of favor that people who want to do you good, they do not understand. They will not understand. And they'll go like, ah, they don't know what came upon them but they just want to do you good for to provoke that praises are you ready to thank god now quickly i want you to thank god for that situation it may be a bad situation but i want you to thank god If it's a good situation thank god if it's a bad situation thank god but i want you right now to thank god for the specific situation you find listen listen sometimes some people don't know how to thank god specifically but if I say thank God, thank God for the specific situation. Maybe you are thank God for the amount of sal- your salary. If the, your salary is five thousand Ghana, two time, thank God for it. You no, know, there are some people complain about their salary. Complain. your they- complaining hasn't changed their salary. Has it hasn't changed the salary? Oh! Thank God for that salary. Yes. Thank God that you are single. Thank God that you are married. Right. Thank God that you have children. Thank God you don't have children. Thank God you have a car. Thank God you don't have a car. Thank God you are renting. Thank God you, you have your own house. Thank God that you are homeless. Lift up your voice and thank God. Thank God right now. Be like David at the backside of the desert. Lift up your voice and thank God. Oh, thank God. I hear the Lord even saying to me that somebody, thank God that you are the firstborn. Thank God that you are the secondborn. Thank God that you are the thirdborn. Thank God that you are the the lastborn. Thank God for your position amongst your siblings. I hear the Lord saying that for somebody, you feel like your mates have gone ahead of you can I give you the word of the Lord? Thank God that your mates have gone ahead of you. Thank God that it looks like your mates are ahead of you. Thank God for it. Thank God that your siblings are ahead of you. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God for that situation. It may be a difficult situation. Thank God. Thank God that all through the week you did not make sales. Thank Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Father, we thank you. Oh, give Him praise. Give Him praise and glory. Hey, Barasata, da ba 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 Hey, We thank You, Lord.
1: We praise You, Lord.
0: We bless You, Lord. We glorify You. We exalt you.
1: We exalt You, Lord.
0: We extol You, Lord. In the name of Jesus.
1: In the name of
0: Jesus Blessed be your name Blessed be your name Lord you are good Now I want you to talk praise Talk praise right now Just talk praise, talk praise Talk praises to our God Talk praises, declare the praises of our God Declare the excellence of our God As you are talking praise You are making yourself comfortable As you are talking praise You are making yourself comfortable you are talking praise you are making yourself comfortable in the presence of God in the presence of God as you are making yourself comfortable in the presence of God, uh, you are accessing the blessings of God. Uh, you are accessing the goodness of God. Uh, the mercy of the Lord. Talk praise. Somebody to me. Talk his praise. Talk his praise. Talk. Hey, stop, praise. Yeah, bade yeah, Bahaya. Lord, we praise you. Wave your hands to him. Wave your hands. 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 Celebrate our God. Celebrate your God. Celebrate your God. Hey, Bahaya. Praise! We, we, we worship you. 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 Yes, yes, yes! Worship our God. Worship our God. Worship your God. Worship your God. Worship your God. Celebrate your God. Celebrate your God. Celebrate Him. Hey. Hey yes hallelujah hallelujah how many of you thank god for the situation that you find yourself in how many of you thank god for the difficult situations that you found your, you find yourselves in how many of you are going through certain trials certain difficult times Maybe you feel like you, you're passing through a valley, you're in a valley situation. How many of you have thanked God for that valley situation? How many of you, like, you feel like you're on the backside of the desert and you've been rejected, forgotten, by those that are supposed to love you? Thank God for that situation. Thank God for that situation. Amen.